This is Vincent, and you're listening to Liberal Lies, Liars, and True Believers. We all know that liberals lie. They lie all the time. And their friends in the media lie, too. Their uninformed true believers claim that liberals are the smartest people in the room. But facts prove that wherever they have power, there's only failure. Our mission is to expose their lies, to stand up to their lies, and to keep our freedom. There's an old Alfred Hitchcock movie, and I like it a lot. It's called Shadow of a Doubt. It's about a serial killer played by Joseph Cotton. Teresa Wright plays his niece. His name in the movie is Charles Oakley, and the family calls him Uncle Charlie. Teresa Wright is Charlotte, and people call her Charlie. Joseph Cotton is really the merry widow murderer. He goes around charming rich widows, and then he kills them and steals their money and their jewels. The FBI is on to him, but he escapes, and he sends a telegram to his sister in Santa Rosa, California. He says he wants to come and visit. His sister is thrilled, and so is Charlie. So, pretty soon, Uncle Charlie shows up at the train station, and he's greeted by Charlie and her mother and father and sister and brother, too. And everyone is happy. Uncle Charlie is their favorite person in the world. But he isn't who they think he is. And slowly, over time, Charlie begins to see who he really is. It's like everyone telling you that someone is a moderate, and you vote for him. And then you find that he's really a radical leftist who teams up with some other crazy people. And you find out that his policies are just plain nuts. How would you feel about that? That would be terrible, wouldn't it? We're lucky that this is only a movie. Pretty soon, the FBI agents show up in Santa Rosa, and one of them is McDonald Carey. In this movie, he's an FBI agent, and he likes Teresa Wright. Now, she's only a teenager, but he says that he wants to get with her when she gets a bit older and grows up. That sounds a little creepy, especially for a movie that was made in 1943. And he sounds a little bit like Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, doesn't he? Governor Cuomo allegedly has said similar things to quite a few women who are a lot younger than he is. And five of them have shown up all of a sudden, and they're saying that the governor is very mean to women, and he wants to have sex with all of them, even if they don't want to have sex with him. Andrew Cuomo says he was only joking, even in a movie. No one would believe that line. And in the movie, Joseph Cotton tries to threaten Teresa Wright so she'll keep her mouth shut because he knows that she knows that he's really the merry widow murderer. And now we find out that Andrew Cuomo does that a lot to people, too. He threatens them, or he has someone on his staff call them and threaten them on his behalf. And apparently, he's been doing it for years and he gets away with it, at least up until now. And Governor Cuomo killed a lot more people than Joseph Cotton in this movie. He sent people with COVID-19 to nursing homes, and thousands of old people died. But nobody in the media calls him a serial killer, and they don't have a nickname for him, like the nursing home killer. In the movie, Joseph Cotton isn't a Democrat governor. And because he isn't a Democrat governor, he doesn't get away with murder. In fact, at the end of the movie, he tries to kill Teresa Wright by throwing her off a train. 
but she puts a great move on him, and he's the one who's thrown off the train, right into the path of another train, and of course, he dies. And Teresa Wright and MacDonald Carey decide that they won't tell anyone who Uncle Charlie really is because they don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, like her mother. It's like the media not telling people who Joe Biden really is. They don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. That's why they're hiding the fact that he's governing just like a far-left radical. They still tell people that he's a moderate. They say it all the time. Is that because they know that if you repeat a lie enough times that a lot of people will believe it? Or are they just trying to make us feel better? I know what I think, but you make up your own mind. At the end of the movie, they have a funeral for Joseph Cotton in Santa Rosa, because a lot of people really like him there, and the church is very crowded. And then MacDonald Carey, who wants to be more than friends with Teresa Wright when she grows up, just like Andrew Cuomo would have if he was in the movie, they're outside the church talking. And she says to MacDonald Carey, I'm glad you were able to come. I couldn't have faced it without someone who I knew. I did know more. I couldn't tell you. He says, I know. And then Teresa Wright says, he thought the world was a horrible place. He couldn't have been very happy ever. He didn't trust people. He seemed to hate them, hated the whole world. You know, he said that people like us had no idea what the world was really like. And then MacDonald Carey says, Well, it's not quite as bad as that, but sometimes it needs a lot of watching. It seems to go crazy every now and then, like your Uncle Charlie or Joe Biden. He really didn't say Joe Biden, but he could have. If that's the way Uncle Charlie really saw the world, he would have made a perfect modern Democrat. I've never seen a group of people so unhappy. They don't trust people either. Maybe that's why they have to try to control them. They don't even like people. They put on an act, just like Joseph Cotton did in the movie. He pretended to care. He pretended to be a kind and gentle uncle. But he wasn't. In the end, all he wanted to do was shut up his niece for trying to tell the truth about him. Isn't that what Democrats try to do all the time? shut up people who don't agree with them? They have no faith in people. They don't believe in people. That's because they haven't got a clue about how people act and what they feel or believe and what they really want out of life. They don't understand faith or hope or love. They judge everyone based on their own total lack of understanding. And what you don't understand, you try to control. At least that's the way the left feels. It makes them feel comfortable. You can be detached from any real emotions. You can simply pretend all the time. You can pretend to feel superior. You have control over the lives of people, and that makes you feel like an elite, like a god. In Uncle Charlie's case, he had ultimate control over people. He could end their lives. His only purpose was to kill people and steal their money and their jewels and anything else of value. Democrats claim their only purpose is to bring justice to our lives and equality and fairness. But because they have no understanding of people, no love for people, they fail. Their solutions to problems always fail. They fail because they always misidentify the problem. That's one of the hardest things in life, to be able to identify the real problem. They always try to solve the wrong problem. 
Uncle Charlie wants money. All Democrats want is power. And just like Uncle Charlie, they'll do anything to get it. Obviously, Uncle Charlie doesn't get it. He's missing the point. And so are the Democrats. And it bothers me that they believe that because they consider themselves to be elite, because we have given them the power they need by electing them, that they don't have to follow their own rules. And the way Democrats have reacted during the pandemic, after the way they've abused their power, after they have applied all of the wrong solutions because they failed over and over to identify the real problem, I don't see how anyone can ever trust them again. But they will, and we'll all pay the price for that. Andrew Cuomo and Gavin Newsom and Lori Lightfoot and Gretchen Whitmer, they didn't become incompetent overnight. They've always been incompetent. They've been incompetent their whole lives. They are actors and actresses just like Joseph Cotton and Teresa Wright. Some are better than others. Some of them are not very good. And some of them are good enough to get an Academy Award. They act like they care, just like Uncle Charlie. But they govern like people who don't understand anything about people. That's because they don't. Or they govern like kings and queens, like Andrew Cuomo. He thinks he's entitled. He thinks he can get away with just about anything. Ask the families of the thousands of people who have died in New York nursing homes. Or ask the women who he's tried to have sex with. Still, Shadow of a Doubt is a good movie. Watch it if you get a chance. And watch Joe Biden, because this isn't a movie. Joe Biden has declared war on women. And maybe Andrew Cuomo is the best choice to lead that war. General Andrew Cuomo, valiantly standing at the head of his army of misguided Democrats, as it takes on women's rights and rolls them back, all in the name of equality. I don't think it's an understatement to say that Joe Biden has declared a war on women. And that doesn't surprise me one bit. What does surprise me is that women don't seem to mind. They don't seem to mind at all. All those suburban moms who didn't like the tone of Donald Trump's voice, all those women who voted for Joe Biden because he was calm and never raised his voice, those women are being trampled by the Biden administration, and they seem to like it. One of the first things Joe Biden did, one of the first things he did after taking his first nap in the Oval Office, was to sign an executive action that ruined women's sports. His executive order says that biological men can compete against biological women in sports. That effectively cancels women's sports. It puts an end to them, and hardly anybody says a word. There have been no marches, not a single one. Have you seen any women wearing pink hats marching in the streets to protest the end of women's sports? I haven't seen any. No Hollywood celebrities tweeting about how unfair it is that men can now compete against women in sports either. Not a single one. And no rational person actually believes that women can compete against men in sports. It isn't fair. It isn't sane. By signing that executive order, Joe Biden gave permission for LeBron James to play in the women's NBA. Perfect. When he can't keep up with men in the NBA anymore, when he gets too old, he can extend his career for years simply by saying 
he feels he identifies as a woman now. Then he can go and play in the WNBA, and maybe he'll be even welcome there because more people might watch them play, TV ratings will then get better, and maybe they'll get paid more money. Will he change his name? How about Lebronia James? How does that sound? I don't think I'll watch, but maybe somebody will. But it isn't only LeBron James who can take advantage of this insane executive order. Anybody can. Any male can play for a woman's team now, in middle school or in high school or college or even professional sports. It doesn't matter anymore. Joe Biden says there's no difference between men and women. They're exactly the same when it comes to sports, or anything else for that matter. All you have to do now is to say you think you're a woman and the doors to the women's locker room and the showers must be open to you. No wonder Andrew Cuomo wants to head up this war. He can't be thrown out of office for acting inappropriately against women because the old rules no longer apply. Think about it. If I say I identify as a woman, I can shower in the women's locker room, and I can look all I want, and nobody can say anything about it. So if I identify as a woman, and I touch a woman... Is that okay, too? This could open the doors to some very interesting behavior. And now the Democrats want to pass something called the Equality Act. Democrats really care about equality, don't they? Lately, they've done a lot of talking about equality of outcome, a really insane idea, almost as insane as saying that men and women are exactly the same and biology no longer matters. The Equality Act, which passed the House a few days ago, amends the Civil Rights Act of 1964. It adds sexual orientation and gender identity as federally protected classes. Now, protecting the rights of everyone regardless of their true sexual orientation is a good thing. Over the years, I've hired gays and lesbians, and there were never any issues at all. I know a lot of people who run companies or who are managers, and we've talked about this subject and I never heard a single person say that they wouldn't hire someone because of their sexual orientation. Not one. I've never heard one of them say that they wouldn't hire someone because of the color of their skin either. But that's another subject. All they care about is whether or not people show up on time and do their job. That's it. But the Equality Act doesn't protect anyone especially gays and lesbians. It'll put an end to all women's sports, to gender bathrooms, battered women's shelters, and even women's prisons. It would make it law that anyone can identify as a man or a woman anytime they want. Biology is out the window. And the worst thing of all is that this'll be enforced. There'll be penalties for misidentifying somebody's gender. It's plain and simply insane. And the people who support it once again have no understanding whatsoever about people. This bill doesn't do anything it's supposed to do. It's another feel-good, insane piece of legislation that does just the opposite of what it's supposed to do. And it especially hurts women. This is just par for the course for Democrats and the left. They keep proving over and over that they don't have a clue about anything no common sense. They're governing like fools. And while I'm at it, nothing shows the lunacy of the left better than the border policy of Joe Biden. As anyone can see, our borders are being overrun. 
And the people coming here illegally are even wearing Joe Biden T-shirts. Have you seen them? They say, Biden, please let us in. And Joe Biden wants to let them in. He's begging them to come in. The problem is that once they cross the border, they're released by the Biden administration, and many of them aren't even tested for COVID-19. They're put on buses and sent out to American cities. No problem there, right? They can come to any American sanctuary city and get welfare benefits and stimulus checks and health benefits, too. Oh, and they can take jobs from Americans. But that isn't even the worst part of this whole mess. As of today, over 150 of them were tested, these illegals, and they were positive for the COVID-19 virus. And I'm sure that there are a lot more who got through. They were released, and they were put on buses. Hey, but don't worry. You probably won't get infected and die, not unless you come in contact with one of them or with one of the people they infect. But what's the chance of that happening? How many people can one person spread the disease to? The government says only about 400. So those 150 people who crossed the border could infect 60,000 people. And those 60,000 people could infect over 20 million people and on and on. And how many of them could die? Approximately 200 people die for every 100,000 people infected. So these illegals could easily kill over 40,000 Americans. Will Joe Biden take responsibility for those deaths? What will Jen Psaki say? Will she circle back to the families of the people who die and apologize? Not likely. The media and the Democrats don't care. There's no news at all about illegals crossing the border with COVID-19, unless you watch Fox News. Joe Biden and the mainstream media are too busy being hysterical about Texas and other states for removing their mask mandates. That is driving them crazy. But illegals crossing the border and affecting Americans and killing them? No problem there. We're just being compassionate. There was a story recently that the Biden administration is thinking about mailing a package of masks to every American so they can cover up and protect themselves. This is a cynical move, cynical beyond belief. They'll send out these masks and then tell everyone to wear them for two weeks, time enough for a lot more people to get vaccinated, and then claim the pandemic has ended because people wore masks, and the media will back them up. I think they should send out blindfolds to every American, and earplugs too. At least that way, no one would have to see and hear all of their lies that they're telling us. Joe Biden and his terrible policies are doing great harm to our democracy and to the American people, and the media and the radical left are cheering him on. At least if they sent us blindfolds and earplugs, we could block out all of their lies until we vote in 2022 and put an end to this madness by voting Democrats out of office.